Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hello everyone and welcome to the Talk Music Podcast where we chat everything and anything to do with the world of music and occasionally focus on topics a little bit unrelated. My name is Scott Cowie. I'm Nora Germain. I'm a jazz violinist. I'm a Wait, shit, let me do it again. I'm a drummer turned comedy singer songwriter, and apparently we are now podcasters. Oh, that was hard. Do you remember the next bit? Punch your friend. You're going to hear us chat to many different people. Wait, 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 wait. It's coming up. You're going to hear us chat to many different people, but more often than not, it will be fellow musicians having conversations about their careers and lives within. Arguably the greatest art form in the world. And you get this. For free, each and every week. On Stitcher Radio, on SoundCloud, on Audioboom, on ScottCowie.com, on iTunes, on your bagel. So please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell an enemy. Punch your sister in the face and tell her to listen, but then say you're sorry after. But for now, enjoy the show. And that is possibly the smoothest intro we've ever done. Thank you. And we're going to keep it all in there because editing is for dicks. I completely agree. Ladies and gentlemen, absolute privilege that you've joined us once again on episode number 97. How do you say that in French, Nora? Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> We're very cultured around these neck of the woods. Thank you very much for joining us once again. Guest this week in the podcast, Aliza Shadad, very, very talented singer songwriter. And I actually just interviewed her, if you must know, about 30 minutes ago in Glasgow. And now I'm back here and we're recording the intro and the outro. Very good interview. I watched her play in Glasgow. Fantastic. One for the future without question. Massively talented. And that's all coming up. But for now, Nora Germain and I, Nora, the, the very famous co-host, how are you this fine afternoon in Los Angeles, California, that you're in and I'm not? Well, I'm really good. I'm going to see your friend Heidi very soon. I'm going to see her day after tomorrow, I think. Are you? That's cool. I didn't know that. So you, I have um, managed to hook you guys up, doing a little bit of networking here. I'm not even at NAM, but I'm getting people meeting up. I'm doing business over there. I should get a cut of the money. Whatever business gets done at NAM this year, take a large chunk out of that all those thousands of dollars that's getting thrown about in there, all those bums making some money off my name, my contacts, my ability to network. And I'm eight hours behind and I'm in a different country. I'm getting meetings set up between Nora and Heidi. I'm doing big, big business and I'm not even getting any cash for it. You're actually eight hours ahead and we can send you pudding if you'd like. Nice. Just as long as you guys have a really nice time and let me know when we're going to be recording and gigging when I come over to Los Angeles. Hopefully this year, ladies and gentlemen, and keep listening to the podcast because I've got some very exciting news about that. Anyway, Nora, we have a little yeah. bit. We have a little bit of business to take care of. Uh oh. Right. Am I in trouble again? Um, you're always in trouble, but oh, I know it's so terrible. But I am not one of those relevant authorities that can deal with that kind of thing. Nor am I qualified to give you the kind of help that you need. However, <laughs> we have. I have right in front of me, and I've got a funny feeling that you're going to enjoy this, right? Okay. 
I have in front of me, you know, scientists all around the world have been trying to solve these issues for years and years, and we're going to do it in the space of about five minutes. I have in front of me the top 10 unanswered science questions. Oh, I love this kind of stuff. Okay. Now, we're going to answer two. Then yeah. we're going to cut to the interview, and then we're going to come back and we're going to solve the other eight, right? So not only is this a music podcast, not only is this a live podcast, but we're, we're sorting out world problems or science unanswered questions or, or both, right? It's a culturally like significant podcast with great cultural significance, and it's significant in the cultural world in its most cultural form and its significance. As far as culture goes. That's great. Okay. So, number 10. Nice and easy one to get started. I'm going to ask the question. Nora is going to answer it. I'm going to throw it out Now, you want me to give you what I really think, or you just want me to answer? Just, like, go for it. I want you to say whatever comes to your head. And it has to be from the heart and off the top of your head. From the heart, off the top of your head. Got it. Right? And there can't be a filter, but you know not what a filter is. Number 10. Nice and easy to get started. What is the universe made of? Uh, atoms. Um, no, the universe is made of empty space, actually. Mostly empty space. And then there's a bunch of other stuff. Like... Going with that. What, what did you say there? Other stuff like what? Well, um... There's the dark thing, the dark matter, dark energy. Let's just, no, I think we should just say it's love, okay? Because we love it all, because we're all here, okay? Problem solved. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Nice one. Right, number nine, another easy one. Can I get a crack on with us? So we're going to answer. Yeah, I love it. These are really simple. Right, that was number 10. Now number nine, and then we're going to cut to the interview and come back. So another easy one. How did life begin? Um, life, um, life began with, uh, sunlight, um, and jazz. Okay, I'll read you what's here, right? Um, no one has an answer for it, okay? And that's referenced. I just gave you the flippant answer. I'm just reading what's here. I'm just being impartial. I am the narrator, and I'm just taking different bits of information and presenting them. I am not expressing my opinion. I'm expressing the sources in front of me. Do not shoot the podcaster. Okay, 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 fine. So this answering, this this, this is just an add-on to the question, so to speak. No one has an answer for it. Biology says billions of years ago, some simple chemicals got together and made the first miracle self-sufficient to replicate itself. We Mm -hmm. humans are somehow linked by evolution to those early biological... Right, okay. Well, obviously. I mean, like, the the, uh, string of life has been going for billions of years now. I mean, like, you know, we're all... It's one string of life. You can't break it off and start another string of life. That's not how it works. It's the tree of life, one tree. One tree, ladies and gentlemen. Right, we're on fire here. We're on fire, and we're going to answer the remaining eight. Now, I'll just give you the question here at number eight, and when we come back for the interview, we're going to answer it. But this is going to be your cliffhanger, ladies and gentlemen, okay? And number eight is this. Now, as soon as I say it, don't answer it in order, right? Because this is your cliffhanger, okay? Okay. Number eight. Are 
we alone in the universe? Now you're going to hear the answer to that question. Nora is going to confirm this one way or the other. And this is going to get your camera phones at the ready because this is going to make headlines all around, not just the world, but the universe when we come back from this podcast. The answer to the question that we've wanted to know for years, are we alone in the universe? We're going to answer that question. Nora is after the interview. Let's get down to it. Boom. Okay, I'm back on a talk music podcast. I'm in Glasgow. The oh. ABC2 and uh, we're at the Celtic Connections and joining me right now, guest this week, Eliza Shaddad. How Hello. are we? Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me, Scott. We were just chatting away about the how we met on the net on Twitter regarding the key sessions. Yes. So you played the key sessions we did it the week before. Yeah. How was it? It was great. It was so much fun. Um, such a joy of a gig to do, actually. Um, and the the sound was great and everyone was really nice and food was really good and it was great. If anybody's not familiar with this, check it out. Key Sessions spelled Q-U-A-Y Sessions. And it's really good because when you get there, everybody's so professional and it's literally the coolest thing ever and the show is fantastic as well, right? Yeah, and the quality of the kind of audio and video afterwards, just it's so great. You should be on commission. Yeah. So you supported Newton Faulkner. Did you get to meet Newton? What was that like? Yeah, he was lovely. Um, him and his whole band, actually. I met his drummer a few days beforehand um, by some chance coincidence in London. And they were really nice, really safe. The gentleman <laughs> that's just walking by just now, right? Right, we're doing the gig thing here. There's people walking by. We're doing a bit of smoothing as we go, coming. right? Um, and the gentleman that just walked by is the guy that's promoting your gig, and I've got a flyer mm. for it right here. It's yeah. in the Hug and Pint on the 22nd of April. Um, Hug and Pint, of course, on Great Western Road in Glasgow. You're mm. coming back up to Glasgow. Is this part of a UK tour? What's going on? It is, yeah. It's actually yet to be announced, but I will tell you all about it. <laughs> is it world explosive? Um, <laughs> it is, although you might not be able to tell anyone. <laughs> Um, we are we're going to do a, a UK and a European tour um, come March and April, and we're doing three days in Scotland, one at the Hug and Pint and Sneaky Beats in Edinburgh, and the Lemon Tree in Aberdeen. And it should be fun. Excellent. So the EP's coming out. Let's talk about. Let's go way back to how you started because I watched a video the other day of you singing folk mm. on your own, I think, a cappella mm. in uh, somewhere in England, yeah. I believe. <laughs> yeah. Right, so there's a little bit of a change in style because I've obviously just watched you play tonight. Tell us about the transition over the years, how you started, how that all came about. Okay, well, I, I went to... I was studying philosophy at university and I was getting really tired of studying. And um, I had some friends who were going to a lot of festivals, a lot of folk festivals around the UK. And... I started going with them and for a couple of summers we worked kind of from festival to festival living in this caravan going around all these different festivals and I saw I saw such music I couldn't believe um and I completely fell in love with the sort of traditional folk circuit that that was like the kind of mainstay of all of these festivals and um people like I don't know Martha Tilston for example and Martin Carthy and people like that just I I maybe really want to play guitar properly i'd known riffs and that sort of thing beforehand but but not much so i learned all these traditional songs and i went to a lot of irish sessions and that sort of thing because they're quite they're everywhere in london and um then i learned to play guitar a lot better and then i started writing things and it was very heavily influenced by all that folk music and it's only in the last couple of years really that it started changing so fast because 
I started wanting to play with other people and kind of by virtue of the fact that they're really loud, I started getting louder and uh, I got a bit angrier. And so the music got a bit angrier. And the result is thrashing rock, <laughs> as you saw tonight. <laughs> It's a little bit of a mixture of there's clearly a folk influence and like you said there's a rock influence as well mm. um and it reminds me a little bit of and i bet you'll say and you're like no i don't even like him i've never even mm-hmm. listened to him but a little bit of jeff buckley here and there i um, like jeff buckley thank god for that because <laughs> um because i thought to myself you'd be really good at um, singing lover you should have come over mm, beautiful song amazing track um mm. so what other artists he influenced you in, in that kind of realm? Was people at Buckley? Yeah. Is there anything else? Uh, Buckley, definitely. I heard a, a live album of his recently and I hadn't I hadn't ever realised quite how much they'd like dig in live. Like it's super kind of rocky and quite grungy. And I, yeah, I was, I was blown away basically by how that happened. And um, I guess when I was growing up, I listened to quite a lot of rock. I listened to a lot of hole and skunk and Nancy and people like that and um it didn't come out when i was writing folk um and following that path i guess but now that as soon as i kind of picked up the electric guitar and started trying out different pedals and trying out distortion then it just sort of naturally started going more towards this whole nirvana like place yeah, it's just other influences feel like they're kind of coming out in cycles, basically. Did you enjoy the gig tonight? I did, yeah. Uh, it started a little shakily, but it kind of flew in the middle for me and then ended all right. Um, do you feel that mistakes are sometimes maybe amplified in your head? Because I genuinely didn't hear anything. <laughs> that, Definitely. Right, because I'm always, similar to yourself coming off going, oh, that was, I can't believe we started that. Yeah. People looking at me going, don't notice anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, there weren't. There weren't really any any major mistakes. Um, I think sometimes I I find it I get quite nervous and it takes me a little while to get into it. So for the first couple of songs, I'm mainly thinking, oh god, oh god, oh god. And then after that, I had a lot of fun because I because I could relax basically. I think actually there was a major mistake and I laughed and that released all the tension. <laughs> and then it was fine. Yeah, it was fun though. I actually really like, I like the stage. I like the venue. Um, we've not played many O2 academies like this. And um, yeah, it's kind of cool. It makes me feel like a student again. <laughs> Tell us about the guys in the band. Uh, it's Nathan Fedor on the bass and Samson Jatto on drums. Uh, Nathan, I studied jazz for a year down in London and Nathan was a double bass player on the on uh, another course. Um, and Samson, I got to know through Nathan, who's, yeah, they're both sick. They're great. Really good players. So in this forthcoming tour that we may have to edit this out because I'm not allowed to talk about. Are, <laughs> they, are they coming on the tour? What's you can, happening? You, we can totally talk. I think we're going to announce it in the next week. So as long as it goes up. This will be going up as we speak one week today. Then it should be common knowledge by then. Perfect. All good. Right. So they're coming on the tour then. That's European slash UK tour. Yeah. Then yeah I really a, hope so. Right, okay, <laughs> we're, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, good. So the plan for the year, uh, bring out this EP. What's what's going on later on? Then are you going to tour it towards the end of the year? What have you got planned? Anything that far ahead? Um, uh, mainly I'm thinking about recording. Um, I've got, I've got an album almost ready. Um, and that's what I would like to do next is record that, get it ready, and then start planning to release that early 2017. Um, would be great. <laughs> Here's hoping. Um. 
that would be really, really cool because get the, get the EP out, go for the album this year. In the future, um, in an ideal world, who would you like? To, who would you see yourself collaborating with if you could choose oh, maybe three or four different artists? Or yeah. Do what you want. Um. Well, there's so many good people. <laughs> um, I really, 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 really like a guy called Sun Little. Um, at the minute, who's kind of a, a kind of a political blues roots player but with a really like modern twist i think he's incredible that would be fun um and who else i i i wouldn't ever want to do anything on father john misty's music because it's already perfect to me <laughs> but <laughs> i'd like to just hang around while he makes music that would be cool um and Yes, I'm mainly thinking of sort of current artists, not like legendary, legendary people. Um, who else? I can't help but feel like if, if I'm doing the role reversal thing, if I was in a situation, it's a difficult question to answer, isn't it? Because I just who mm. you choose from. But given that you just recently shared the stage with Newton Faulkner, so to speak, that'd be yeah. alright, eh? Yeah, that was lovely. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of, like there's, it would be cool to do stuff like that again, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I really enjoy writing with other people. That's kind of what I'm looking to do at the minute. There's a band called Killer King um, who are fantastic and they've got a kind of a lead singer, I guess, called Ralph. And we've been doing some writing together and that was really fun. He does a podcast as well, actually, where people write a song in a day and then just talk about it and talk about the process. And we did that recently. <laughs> What's the podcast called? <sighs> I, it's... It's cool. We don't. Oh have God, to I can't really, remember. It's, it's maybe not good business to advertise other podcasts. No, on no, this true. Anyway, sorry, but it's all good. Just tell me a bit earlier, but we'll check it out. Cover up the fact that I, like, I'm not, I've not got an answer ready to. Yeah, who I dream work with. Anyway. There's, there's too many to choose from that is the main problem um, mm. and i've got to say um if anybody that's not been a gig in the abc too should really check it out because at the moment just to give you an idea just to give you a visual we're sitting on a couch at the kind of the, the entrance as you come in and on the screen is the band that are currently performing now i've got oh, to be I honest what who the who, who the who are the band that are headlining tonight that this are, is king charles king charles right i've no idea who this is is king charles is that name the name of the band yes <laughs> right, well okay. i well i think I don't know if the gentleman at the front is called Charles or not. Right, I haven't okay. actually met yet tonight. <laughs> yeah, there's a band um, playing. I'll be honest with you, um, I've never heard of them. No offence, I'm sure lovely people and everything. Don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they've packed the place out and it's really good. Celtic Connections, how good has it been involved in some of oh, this? So this is your first time? It is, yeah. It's my first time uh, going to anything at Celtic Connections and playing for it and it's been so great. Like they've put on so many amazing gigs. I really wish that we could stick around and see everything else. But yeah. there's so much on the go. It's just it's an amazing thing. Um, there's so many places booked out. I went on the, the site the other day, CelticConnections.co.uk, mm. um, I do believe. Don't quote me on that. Google it. Um, but it's worth checking out because there's so many great things, and it's probably actually an underrated event. The amount of acts mm. are performing. Robert Plant in a week and a half. How good yeah, is that? It's yeah, coming up yeah. and playing. Um, it's just an absolutely amazing thing to get involved with. Um, so anything else in the future you can tell us about that's coming up this year um, as we as we draw to a close? Anything that you can, and that springs to mind? Well, just particularly this uh, gig at the Hug and Pint on the 22nd of April, uh, which is part of our UK tour. And uh, the next single, I guess, which is Run, which will be, I think it'll be online in a couple of weeks. 
It's really cool. Tell us last night about the track Water that you ended with. Water's really cool. Water, uh, sorry. Thank you. Um, that was that was the kind of lead single of the last EP, and it's always a lot of fun to end on because it's so raucous <laughs> and loud, <laughs> and it sort of takes everything out of you. So it's the right one to end on, I think. It's really cool. Well, thanks very much for joining me. Best of luck with the UK tour. We'll probably see you on the twenty second of April. The Hugging Point. Hug and paint tickets should be on sale soon. Check out Alicia's website, com. Yep. Um, and of course, she's everywhere Facebook, Twitter, you name it. Check it out. And as we draw to a close in this interview, it's perfect timing because the crowd are going to present for King Charles <laughs> on the stage at ABC <laughs> as part of Celtic Connections. Thanks very much for being on the podcast this week. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having right. me. Take care. Thanks. Back on the Talk Music podcast, and I'm joined now by the amazing co-host Nora Francesca Juliet. Can I can we go with this cliffhanger because I've been trying to hold it in and I really just need to say this. I'll just I'll just give the question and I'll just yeah, the, the forum will be yours. If you've just joined us, we're answering top ten uh unanswered science questions and we're now at number eight. We've already stated um when life started. We also covered um what else did we cover? We covered uh, what is the universe made of? Nora answered right, that in yeah, great detail. Right. And now, Nora is going to answer the question, are we alone in the universe? Nora's your main. No, because actually it's probably not just one universe. It's probably a multiverse, which means that our universe probably popped into existence from the black hole or a different way um, between universes that we don't know about. And also, they're starting to think that there might be actually another planet that's very similar to Earth on the outskirts of our solar system that's revolving around a black hole. It's a new discovery, actually. So there might be more planets in our solar system than we realized. Like besides Pluto, you know, we chucked that one out and now there's a new one. And so they think that that planet might have a completely different type of life that is based on energy that comes out of a black hole rather than energy from the sun. And so probably different type of life there. And also, even if it's not in our solar system, there's got to be life out there because there's um, hundreds of billions of planets and galaxies. And then also, even without that, um, you could think about the fact that we're just one universe. And then if there's more than one universe, um, and maybe there's networks of universes, definitely not alone, okay? Not alone, that's for sure. Let me just throw a question that's not part of this but just in addition to that and I just want a simple yes or no mm -hmm. do you think the government have information regarding whether we're alone or not and they are withholding that information no we'll leave it at that number seven Another unanswered science question. Nora's going to answer it just now for y'all. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What is consciousness? Consciousness is the ability to realize that you have consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure, I guess, you know. There was this amazing scientist. She's still living. I, I follow her on Twitter and on Facebook. She's amazing. Her name's Michelle Fowler. Michelle Falfa. No, Michelle Fowler. Michelle Fowler. Brown hair. No, not brown hair. Okay, Black anyway, hair. So, no. Blonde hair. Well, it's like... Anyway, it's like hazelnut. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I said. Blondie, brownie, so black Michelle, hair. So Michelle... 
Michelle Fowler. She works for NASA, or at least she used to. Anyway, she's an amazing scientist. And she did this video explaining what human existence is. It's pretty cool. And she just says that basically we're dead stars looking back up at the sky because everything that we're made of is comes from the explosion of a supernova, all the um, elements, all the metals, all the everything that we're made of comes from exploding stars. That's how those things were formed and how they got to Earth billions of years ago. Therefore, consciousness is just looking back and postulating about consciousness. Next question. Number six. Why do we dream? Because our minds get bored. And it's, um, I think we dream because, um, you know, how if you're just like grocery shopping or you're sitting in traffic and your mind starts to wander, I think that we do that while we're sleeping. But the only difference is that I don't think that when we're um, asleep, we can control, like if you're awake and you start thinking of something really scary, like a horrible dragon and coming to eat you and you think, oh, I don't want to think about this right now. So you just kind of shut it off and think of something nicer, you know? But I think when you're sleeping, maybe you don't have that capability um, to really review your thoughts and say, do I really want to be in this thought? Do I want to be imagining this? And so you have a green dragon who's coming to eat you, and then it's actually happening because you're asleep. So I think the mind just tends to wander. That's what I think it is. Number five, um, uh-huh. you, if, if you don't want to answer this one, I understand because I do believe you have c- covered this in a previous question. We can simply move on or you can add to it. Um, number five is, are there other universes? I would say probably yes. Thank you, Nora. Thank uh, you. Number <laughs> number four. Uh-huh. Where do we put all the carbon? Where do we put all the carbon? Is this a climate change question? Um, it, it, it doesn't really specify. Well, first thing we have to do is stop, um, stop releasing carbon into the atmosphere, and we need to plant more trees so they can absorb more of the carbon. And we can't really expect the oceans to absorb any more of the carbon because the ocean is already getting way too warm and acidified to absorb more carbon than has already been absorbed, which is most of it or at least a big portion of it. So we have to plant more trees and stop burning so much crap, and then we'll probably have uh, less carbon over time. It's got to be like a slow thing, you know, like um, like getting in shape, you know, every little day, you know, a little more, you know. <clears throat> Number three, what, what's so weird about prime numbers? Prime numbers, this is not an unanswered science question. Um, Prime numbers are divisible only by one and themselves, which is the same thing, basically. Um, They can't be divided by any other number, like, for example, 17, 13, there are a bunch of other ones, 11, 7. Uh, What's so weird about, I don't know, I mean... um, yeah, they can't be divided by anything. So, I don't know why that's weird, but okay, thank you. Number two. Yeah. What's at the bottom of the ocean? Well, you know, I think we should probably travel 
in um, submarines and other uh, manned and unmanned um, craft to explore more of the bottom of the ocean because it's actually a shame we don't know more about it. But we have been to some very, very deep places in the ocean. Um, we know that there is the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, which creates new crust, um, which is oozing lava and other things that come out of this ridge, which is like a massive mountain range in the middle of the Atlantic. And that's how the tectonic plates move. It's where new crust is generated. And so, you know, Scott, how there used to be Pangea, like all the continents used to be one. Yep. And now they're spreading apart very slowly. Mm-hmm. So there's a theory that they'll just keep spreading apart until it's Pangea again. And then they'll probably crack again. Anyway, what's at the bottom of the ocean? Um, scary fish. Lastly, number one, what's at the bottom of a black hole? Oh, that's the best one. Um, well, I think I was reading something by Stephen Hawking or someone. Shout out to old Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah. Um, He's something good. about how he said if you could go into a black hole and look out, you would be able to see all of time unfolding in front of you or something you'll be able to see infinitely into the future this is kind of beyond me i'm not really sure um first you'd have to survive the trip into the black hole which is pretty stupendous because um you know the light doesn't even go out of a black hole so i don't know how you or i would get out of there but if you could manage doing it um yeah i'm not sure uh exactly what would happen to you um Maybe you'd go into another universe. Um, of course, then to tell anybody what's in the black hole, then you have to actually make it out of the black hole, which would be really tricky. I mean, I don't know how you'd do that, but I could find a way. Um, what? I could find a way. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you could. Can you get on the guest list or something? Could you just write me? <laughs> I can get you a plus one. Fuck yeah! Okay. Give so, us your uh, Scottish accent. I don't have a Scottish accent. Well, I'll say we, we've been through this before. I'll say the question and you repeat it, right? What? Okay, but it has to <laughs> make it only a few words, okay? Like, because I'm really not very good at this. Okay. Check out norajermain.com. Oh, God. Check out Nora. Nora Germain. No, can you do it again? Check out. Check out. Nora Germain. Nora Germain. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> Put it all together. Ah! Check out Nora Germain. Dot com. You, you sound Pakistan. I know, I'm telling you. It's very hard. It's, you know, it's you could Scottish. Say, you could say Ed, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. That's pretty good. That's the only thing you can say that's pretty convincing. Do it again. Edinburgh. See, take a trip to Edinburgh. Take a trip to Edinburgh. It's getting there. Work in progress. <laughs> okay. So, not only can Nora speak a little bit of Scottish, she has answered the top 10 unanswered science questions. Scientists for years have been fiddling about with test tubes. 
pissing about labs with white coats on and doing pretty much nothing. And Nora, within the space of a podcast, has smashed every theory known to man and has answered the questions articulately, accurately, in great detail. And there are uh, reporters all around the world right now who are having their own little eureka moment because they're, they're, they're thinking to themselves, she, it's, it's just so simple and straightforward and, and Nora's knocked it out of the park. Nora, happy with all your answers? I am I am very happy with my answers, although I would just um, recommend that whoever's listening to this, if you really want to learn some things, um, it's a really exciting thing to follow right now. If you're into science, I'm really into science. Um, there are some astronauts that are living at the International Space Station going around Earth. And they're doing a year in space. So if you search for the hashtag year in space, you can see pictures and videos and articles about these guys who are in space. They've been up there for, I think, 300 days today. So you can check them out. And that's some really cool science stuff, too. And as always, um, keep listening to Duke Ellington. Absolutely. Uh, Shout out to the astronauts. Shout out to all the scientists and all the experts that are... They do do the most important things, you know. Yeah. Um, they're out there and they're they're, they're breaking new ground. Um, I, I see myself as a bit of a scientist. Oh yeah, you should. You definitely should. I'm I'm uh, I, I solve things. Um, mm-hmm. So big thanks to listening for this week. Um, thanks to Ron for producing it. Thanks to to Nora. Thanks to uh, thank thank thanks um, to thanks to this one's for the astronauts this this week. Big love All to the right. Big love to the boys. And next week, we're going to do one for the boys. We're going to talk about something. We're going to talk about something astronomy related next week. We're going to follow on for because this is interesting shit. Do you know what I mean? This is interesting shit. And yeah, Nora, big, big, big time, big time, big time. We will see you guys next week. Nora, say something funny. <clears throat> what did the fish say when it hit the wall? Don't know. Damn. Sorry, it's not that funny. I'm sorry. Okay. Au revoir. Arrivederci. Ciao. I'm sorry. I don't have anything else. See you guys next week.